My son sacrificed his life to save me. These powers are not a gift, but a curse. Born out of rage. I'm Griffin. I'm Molly. And we're going into the Superverse! Well, I took a lot of notes in the movie theater. Yeah. And, you know, before anybody gets out of out of sorts, we were in the back row. And I'm going to be honest with you. It was Black Adam. Was Black we're all Adam. fine. Don't know how much anyone else would have cared. But just in case you were at Cinepolis on Sunday afternoon and you were irritated. Sorry, not sorry. I don't see how you could. I was very <laughs> subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, I've seen people be worse on their phones for less. <laughs> and not in the for back more. row. Yeah. Well, yeah, so here we are. Uh, after... It's been a long time since we saw a DC movie in theaters. A DC extended universe movie in theaters, that is. Why do you... Oh, you mean like Because Batman? the Batman. Because, you know, that was... Yeah, I can make an exception for myself. But for us personally, and I'm guessing for most casual people that are watching DCEU movies, probably haven't seen one in theaters since... I don't even know. What was the, uh, I guess, technically Birds of Prey came out right before COVID. We didn't see that in theaters. Like Wonder Woman? Shit, it might have been Wonder Woman. We didn't see Justice League. We didn't didn't see see Aquaman. Aquaman. Okay, but other people probably. For sure. But for us, yeah, we haven't seen a a DC movie in theaters since Wonder Woman. Holy shit. And so, you know, had to make it back for Black Adam. (laughs) Big, big deal this one is. Um, someone asked me what I thought. I said, it was fine. Yeah, um, I've kind of, I kind of came away from this feeling about how I did about the Uncharted movie. It wasn't like Morbius, which I had, I would even say my feelings on Morbius were more complex because of the expectations, knowing what we knew about Morbius and being like, well, in some ways it was better than I thought, and in some ways it was exactly what I expected. For Black Adam, I had, I had nothing. I had, You had low expectations. Well, I guess, yeah, I did have low expectations, but not for anything specific. Like, I had seen one of the trailers for this, I think, and I was like, this doesn't look horrible. Um, it just looks average. There was one point during it that I was like, I wish you were just watching Jungle, uh, Jungle Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> well, because it's, yeah. Well, so, I mean, we, we all have, there's some factors for us to talk about here for sure. But first, I'd like to, to get into it by just acknowledging how hard The Rock has been going for this movie and for him playing the role of Black Adam. Um, because... You know, I feel like it's easy for me to write this off as like a just like your standard DC or even just like your standard superhero movie. It's just like it's fine. It's maybe a little um, behind its time in terms of like when it's released versus how what the vibe of the movie is. But, you know, I am a I'm I'm happy for for Dwayne Johnson because he's been trying to do this for over a decade. Just trying and trying and trying. You signed on to play Black Adam in like 2009. He was supposed to be the villain in Shazam. And then they were like, no, we're not going to do that. You're going to do your own movie. And then I, it's just been like thing after thing. Uh, but, you know, he's been hyping it up. And it's like his biggest uh, box office opening for a movie that he's led. So good, good for you, Rock. Yeah, I wanted to get roll the rock out of the way first. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was going to make some Easter joke. I feel like, I feel like everyone's had their own personal journey with the rock as a cinema. Correct. Correct. Um, first thing, I just wanted to say all my thoughts real quick. Um, what you just said about him supposed to be the villain in Shazam. I, having now seen this, I would have much preferred to see, the rock as a villain than what they did in this movie. Yeah. Which is 
the fact that you're saying that when he was also writing so hard about like this is I'm not a I'm not a hero. I'm so tired of that already. <laughs> we haven't even started talking about it and I don't want to talk about that. But so that's one thing like I think that he would have excelled as a villain in this like universe or whatever. And then two, like my thought on the rock, my introduction to him really like in movies other than like game day or some dumb like movies like basically his pacifier um he was gonna be in the new jumanji movie and i grew up watching jumanji like the original with tim not tim allen wow uh robin williams (laughs) (laughs) and i was like really not about the new one very much against it didn't want to see it People said it was good, and I chose not to believe them. And then we decided to watch it on a whim at home, and I fucking adored it. I thought it was the fu- one of the funniest movies I had seen in a really long time, and I thought in particular The Rock was like really good in it. I think he really had his sweet spot there. I think he's bad in this movie. I think he's really the weakest part of this entire movie, and I... I know you just said you're happy for him, but like I thought, I think he was bad. <laughs> well, you know, I just I didn't know this until now, but the guy that directed Jungle Cruise directed this because I'm not. I said I wish I was watching Jungle Cruise, but he wasn't amazing in Jungle Cruise. But honestly, better in Jungle Cruise than this. Well, The Rock liked. Uh, wow, J- J- how would you pronounce this? Jami, Jom, is it or Jom? Jom Kalesara. Let's say that. Okay. So he he directed Jungle Cruise. The Rock liked him, so he he picked this, which gives me shades of the guy who directed Free Guy directing Deadpool three because he gets along with Ryan Reynolds, and that can be a double edged sword. I think. I I guess I don't, I mean we'll reserve judgment on that. I don't know if that's the same thing because, and I know that The Rock was trying to be like the Ryan Reynolds of this and like have a heavy hand in it, but like. I think Ryan Reynolds knows what direction he wants to take Deadpool and and the director is second to him. Yeah, that's true. And I think the director was second to The Rock in this, but not in a good way because I don't think there was enough direction. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're obviously going to get into the the details of it, but I think at one point I just made the note that like he's just taking himself so seriously and it's not funny. No, it's not. Like, it's a bad fish out of water story because they don't even, like, address that he's a fish out of water. He's, like, immediately speaking perfect English, understands the layout of the world that he is in, which is a a modern world. In 5,000 years. Yeah. So, and that's not necessarily The Rock's fault, but how he's playing it, I'm just like, okay... All right, we're just like we're not even gonna try and like explain this away with like a line. Nope. There were certainly some some choices made um, with the way that they told the the story and background of not just Black Adam but also Kandak and uh, its history and it, it just felt it all felt very the beginning of this movie was really strange with the way that everything was being set up in my opinion. Um, it, to me, this movie didn't really find its footing until like close to the halfway point. And then it also loses its footing by the end. Um, it just felt like they had like the exposition was clunky and I don't know things. I, I, I felt like different parts of the movie were, uh, clashing with each other in the way that I don't know. It's, there was, there's a lot going on and I was struggling to get a grasp on it because they were like telling us. Like, we're being introduced to this new space in the DC universe and then also being given, like, a history lesson at the same time and and also being introduced to a new team of superheroes. It was at, a little bit um, uh, Eternals problem. For sure. Like, telling this huge, epic, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to say the story spans 5,000 years. It's more like it bookends 5,000 years. But, yeah, they... They bit off a bit more than they could chew with it, I think. I do think that 
just again giving like broad notes like very conscientious when it came to casting i think yeah what you mean in a good way yeah yeah like well go elaborate on that well like i mean this is obviously like a made-up country but it clearly is in the middle east and i think they like cast appropriately like i mean i feel like we still have to like say that and give kudos to that because it's still so like often happening where that's not being taken into consideration i mean the rock i guess is not um middle east but he's not white like he has like native uh ancestors like i mean so maybe maybe i'm like talking myself into a little corner here but i think like the other characters that they had um, in a way that, like, I think Marvel is doing now, like, obviously with um, Moon Knight, um, trying to have, like, as much Egyptian influence as possible, but it took a really long time for Marvel to get there. And it's I true. think DC has paid a lot of attention to what Marvel got wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, they definitely have in there. They adjust accordingly, but not in some other ways. <laughs> you mentioning Moon Knight, though, I was on the Reddit discussion thread for this movie and someone was like, my favorite part was when uh, someone looked up at Black Adam and said, are you an Egyptian superhero? And I was like, I don't remember that. And then I was like, that was that was from fucking Moon Knight. I was like, how could I forget? That was like, how, how dare they do that line in, in Moon Knight? Um, because I was like, oh, yeah, that totally would be a DC thing. Um, yeah, you're right, though. I actually think both like in terms of the characters from Kandak and the rest of the cast I enjoyed, uh, except for the kid that played Amon. I thought he was horrible. I, I thought you really hated, I him. thought the act, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to go hard on like a kid too much. Cause I don't want it to be like a, a whole phantom menace thing. But one, I thought like he wasn't, I don't think he was a very good actor, especially like when he was giving like what was supposed to be a motivational speech to like spur people into like fighting these zombies that have come out of the ground. But also like, I just didn't enjoy his character. I get what they were trying to do by like having this like family, which is very the rock to like kind of mirror like what he had lost before he was imprisoned. But like everything about Amon's character felt like it came out of the nineties. He's like, they have like scenes of him like skateboarding through the yeah, city a lot and, of skateboarding. and he's like, he's like messing with the cops and it's like, Hey, like I'm like the little, like the rascal, like rebellious kid. And he just like, right? Oh no! He honestly though, like every time, like there was that scene where he like Black Adam wakes up in their house and he's just like asking questions. I know it's supposed to be annoying, but even after that, I was like, please, just give me some reprieve from this. I liked the mom. I thought she was she great. was really good. Um, yeah, I mean you're right in a in an occupied country like this, that kid is like murdered. Like he's not, or he is like scared he will be too scared to do anything like that which is like okay like you're gonna it doesn't have to be like that because it's a a superhero movie like we can but i don't know it's like what are you trying to what are you trying to tell us well they are trying to tell us the story that this country is like being oppressed and like there's this like very real threat which this i don't know what is it like company they called it intergang it just seemed like a honestly I don't know. I looked it up and it, it seems like it's a pretty uh, different interpretation from the comics. It's just like a criminal organization. But it had the same name as the thing from the olden times. Hmm? There was well, something like on a well, rock. They, they call it. They were called intergang, but they used the Eternium. Yeah. Yeah. It, yes. Right. Isn't that from. Yeah. It's like the mineral that they were yes. being forced to mine for. Well, anyway, so they're, like, telling us this story about how they're, like, oppressed by this gang. But then, like, I feel like we never see that. Well, I mean, insofar as, like, the checkpoints, like, you can kind of tell that there's, right. like, this air of, like, they're not, they're being, like, watched. But then, and, like, they have, like, these hover bikes that they're always, like, they're always patrolling and it's not. Is it's, the it's bad like a guy's police... name Ishmael? Uh, yes, I want to say yes. Like, is Ishmael supposed to be, like, the head of that group? Unclear. Or is he, like, his own thing? Like, that, like, they, it just felt like they dropped the whole, like, we're fighting back 
are oppressors unless like ishmael was the oppressor like i was oh, yeah, just unclear was... on that Ishmael reveals himself as Intergang's leader. Okay. I was somewhat distracted during this movie, so I might have missed some plot points. Griff was in a really bad mood. I was. I really was. I, I, that probably did, um, you know, help form my opinion on it. But I do have good things to say. Just getting some of the negatives out of the way first. I When I was reading about Aman, I'm not going to like harp on him, but someone compared it negatively to the kids from Shazam. I'm like those, the kids in Shazam were not annoying. And when they were, for me, it was in a way that I'm like, these are like children, like just being children be and they're, and they're being written like children and they're behaving like children. Aman to me was written like a movie character kid. Like he was very, nothing that he was doing and the way that he was responding to stuff. None of it felt accurate. Yeah, he was starring in a Disney Channel movie. Exactly. And yeah. he that he was doing his own thing. And meanwhile, his mom is like, has like her husband was like killed by this gang. And it's like very, the stakes are high. Yeah, they had different stakes. I think that's a good point. Because when I when we got out of it and you said that, I was like, that didn't really resonate with me because I wasn't like that annoyed with him during the movie. But thinking about it now, I agree with the points you're making. But it didn't bother me in the same way. I think it bothered you. Yeah. I thought, I mean, I guess we're just getting into our notes. My notes are kind of all over the place. So are mine, because I didn't take any during the movie. They were just kind of a hodgepodge. Um, speaking of Hodge, Hodgins. Aldous Hodge. Um, is that his real name? That's the actor's name. Yeah. Yeah. But what is it? he's from a show called Leverage, which is what I, oh, Hardison, that was his name in that. Um, I liked... I didn't like the name Justice Society, which I know that's like sacrilege to like make fun of the comics when we're watching a movie, but I just think it's dumb to have the Justice League and the Justice Society. And you know what? They actually, they didn't even call it its full name. It's the Justice Society of America. And they should have said that because... Because that's the, like the point the they were making. Imperialism, like world please commentary that they were doing. Like literally sent by... Amanda Waller. Yeah, who is like a known horrible person. Like it's it's bad. I that was probably my favorite thing that this movie did. You could I guess someone could make the argument that it's like more of the same of like we had our we had our era of like observing property damage in superhero movies and collateral damage and now uh this is more on the lines of like almost like a Sokovia Accords thing, but for different reasons, like the way that they examined it, kind of like the like the U.S. military being deployed to these places where they're not wanted. Right. And kind of these people being like, we can help ourselves, thank you very much. Which I think actually their plot was the strongest. And like, I think that message was subtle, but it was there. Yeah, no, I, I actually liked that a lot. And then I, I think my favorite part of the whole movie and this anti-hero story that they like felt the need to, to tell the best thing that they did was we are we dislike the people that are saving people yeah like and it was like such a cool like it was such a cool twist on it that like we as the audience i think i can say collectively were like yeah, fuck these guys, even though they're the ones, like, saving the civilians, and we don't care. Yeah, no, it did a really good job of, like, we're, we're thrust into this place where people are being oppressed and terrorized. And you get to, like, live through that moment through their eyes of, like, oh my god, finally someone is going to, like, help us. Like, help. We were being crushed by this fist, and finally somebody can, like, put a stop to it. And then they are immediately swooped in by these people calling themselves the Justice Society and being like, actually, we got this in a very short amount of time. And I thought I definitely thought that worked well because like, yeah, they're not these people fly in on like their big, like invisible jet that came out of the X-Men. Uh, the the Are you really taking my note? I, I am. Sorry. I was kind of. I was going to try to hand it off to you because that's not, I didn't say that Molly did. Griffin got upset with me in the movie theater. Cause I basically yelled, 
That's from X-Men. <laughs> when the jet comes out of the, uh, instead of a basketball court, it's like gra- a, a like courtyard. A, yeah. Kind of. If anybody heard you say that, they were probably like, mm-hmm. yep, she's right. Because <laughs> it was. Also, in the jet was Ant-Man, Storm, Falcon, Loki, question mark. And then. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I think Dr. Fate is his own. That's, and he's, then, Doctor Strange, maybe. And then, um, of course, we have Black Adam as Thor. Th- those are my analogies. Yes. Are I, we following along at home, everyone? I agree with those. I agree I with mean, those. I mean, the Ant-Man guy literally did the Ant-Man thing and had a very similar costume. Yeah. Well, you can only do part of the Ant-Man thing. Right. Which, giant Man. Giant Ant-Man. Which I, again, that kind of just goes back to the comics that there was just so much overlap, like, between these characters. But now watching it, it you just can't help feel like, wow, been there, done that. Yeah. You can only do so much, but of, so I, I have no knowledge of the justice society. I thought they picked like an interesting array of heroes to use. Um, I liked Aldous Hodge's performance as Hawkman, but I'm also like, why does Amanda Waller sending this guy purely based on abilities? I'm saying this by the way, when it seems like of the four, um, I mean, Dr. Fate, I thought was really cool. My favorite character. Absolutely the standout. Not really just good job, of, Pierce. Yeah. Really he, proud of you. He delivered like way more than what this movie necessitated. <laughs> um, and everybody else. He was on, enjoying himself. He was. And I would say that as in that team, like he excelled far and away the most. Then Aldous Hodge. I didn't really think that much about. Um, Storm. Uh, yeah. Cyclone. And Adam Smasher's performances. In my oh no, go ahead. In my opinion, Adam Smasher belonged in Shazam's movie. Yes, I was like, this is a really funny, great character. It has no place in this film, like slapstick comedy. Yeah, like- but I liked it. I think it 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 did need it, but it was very out of place. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. And like when he had the bucket of like chicken or whatever, I was like, what are we doing here, folks? Like, come on. I And honestly, I thought Cyclone had like nothing. They gave her this really line underused. where she was like, yeah, I got like kidnapped by a scientist. Right. And I was like, sorry, what? I had that note too. I was like, are we coming back to this? And I was like, I was like, oh, like it's funny because she's like understating it. And then I'm like, oh no, we just played it straight. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. No follow-up questions at this time. Uh, do you know what, what that's referencing? That? No. Like, it, no, like I don't, what that scientist is? I have is? no idea who any of these characters are. The only one that I knew about, because I wouldn't shut up about Pierce Brosnan being in this movie, was Dr. Fate. He was also in one of the DC fighting games that I knew a bit about. Well, I was trying to think of, like, my only, like, real kind of DC knowledge is from Batman, and I was trying to think of who from Arkham Asylum would have been, like, a mad scientist dude. Yeah, no, I don't know. And I couldn't think of anybody. I, I have no idea. Uh, it's not even worth speculating on for me. Because uh, I do feel like that could come back. It just yeah, it felt like they were laying a, a crumb. I don't know what they were doing. Um. Also, we have, like, Wakanda-level technology. Are they, like, using, like, the actual mineral... I've or, no, like, what is yeah, that technology um, of the bikes and stuff? It seems like it's it's used as a both a weapon and, like, an energy source. Yeah. So, it just Not does, explained. It does whatever they needed to do. I'm trying to... Yeah, I mean... Unless I, I was, like, missing something. No, I don't think so. I don't think you were. <laughs> I think it was just... It was intentionally left very vague about what it is. Just, like, a source of power. In every possible way. Also, you would like, I think, kind of warned me or told me that, like, Black Adam was, like, related to Shazam. Like, he's, like, in that same world. Not, like, actually related. But I was like, oh, oh, we're doing, like, the word Shazam again. I did not expect that. I didn't like it. But, again, (laughs) that's, like, trappings of the comic, I think, more than anything. Well, and, like because my base knowledge of this is like black Adam originated as an antagonist for Shazam. Um, and the, I don't know what the nature of that is, but like 
because in Shazam they Oh, I think they basically said what it was. Well, yeah, but the, because he let his revenge get the better the be- of yeah. him. And they explore like the idea of like who is worthy of those powers so much in Shazam that they I I do hope that with all the shortfalls of this movie and the character, um they get to like have them interact because I think that's that would be an interesting thing to dive into. Well, and I think they explored it in this too because he didn't get the powers. Yeah. And I thought that was really, I, I that's much later in my notes, I think, but. That was cool. That was a great, like, I mean, it's a twist, I guess, but like, it was a great reveal, I should say. Definitely a great reveal. Um, because obviously this whole time we're thinking it's the kid and, and actually at the beginning of the movie, I was like, is he still like a kid? Because he's not like acting like a kid. Like right. I, I know that he's supposed to be like, you know. But yeah, for sure. On another level, but. Not like what we saw in Shazam by any means. But then, so on that whole, like, I thought they were going to do something with, what's your favorite character's name? The son's <laughs> name? Oh, Amon. Amon. Because when the mom says the spell or whatever, she says like, this is a message for my son. Yeah. And I was like, is she going to make him Shazam? And then that just never came to fruition. And I thought we were doing this like two sons thing. That would have made a lot of sense. But no, I do think Amon is some sort of superhero that they're setting up for the future. So there's, there's time. And like this, this movie will get a sequel. It's doing well enough. And the rock has enough sway so i wouldn't we'll even it. be mad if it was a sequel but i am i am disappointed that they went this route i well, think it would have been so fun to see the rock be a bad boy i know it's, you know i don't know how uh, how much more we can take of like this exact kind of like anti-hero thing like the bait and switch like, also he's no longer an anti-hero he yeah. never really was. Let's just call it what it is. He just killed people. Like, in this world, like, World War II era Captain America would be, like, target number one of the Justice Society because he would kill people. That's the only qualm that they had was, like, this guy's really strong and he's dropping people out of the sky. Like, bad people. Like, at no point were Black Adam's goals not aligned with, like, justice he just was killing people and they were like, don't extrajudicially He wasn't even people. branding them, you know, with his little bat signal. No. Yeah. It's just like they, they hyped it up so much. And at the end of the day, it's, they just pulled a venom. Like they can't Not even. Yeah. Like venom it was, did it way better. If you're going to take someone that's supposed to be a, a villain and make them not, you got to venom them. They didn't do that. You know what I would have liked? Um, you know, so they, they kind of, you got to have like a, a team, like I'm imagining a Justice Society B team that we're introduced to along with everybody else that Black Adam immediately kills right. when they get to Kandak. You mean like a X-Men first class? Yes, exactly. Next week. Or like a the Suicide Squad thing, you know, like you have these people that are there to prove a point to us. Because well, that's, all Black that's Adam, literally what they do with Magneto. Right. I mean, we're going to talk about it next week. But. but all Black Adam does in this movie is kill bad guys. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because I think I'm going to make a judgment call here. I think The Rock is incapable of not being the hero. Yeah. Which is why he's weak in this movie. He just, he couldn't. And he, t- he again, taking it so seriously. Because now I'm at the point in my notes, which is really like going backwards the painted black scene was so dumb and not good. And then he like says a couple of lines that I was like, are you kidding me? Are we doing this? Oh, we're doing this. So like that. Well, one, the music in this movie was fucking horrible. It was one of the worst soundtracks in a move in a superhero movie because one i don't even usually notice the music half the time but it like stuck out to me well i'm like in a bad way for me like using licensed music like this is like really hit or miss and like in the batman that worked for me it didn't work for you and for everything else i can think of recently which i just want to go back it was like it wasn't the same thing 
No, it's not. It's not. The, the way I felt about them doing it in the Batman was not really about the song itself. Right. Right. Well, for me, like, the way that they were using it here, it felt cheap. It felt like something that you would, like, hear in, like, a... Like, like you're a, not James like Gunn. Shitty... You don't know how to do this correctly. No, and, like, honestly, what was really bothering me was, like, the two that I remember are The Painted Black and then they used Power by uh, Kanye West. And... Yeah. One, bad timing on yeah, the Kanye thing. That's true. They, they couldn't have known that. <laughs> that and I didn't care about that. For... Both Power by Kanye and Painted Black by the Rolling Stones are both good songs. And what do they do with them in this except they play the opening to each and then they just chop the shit out of it. In Painted Black, you only hear like the end, like the and like part of like the bridge. And same for I'm like, what the fuck well, are you guys yeah, they, doing? I mean, they did the chorus. Yeah, for a bit for Painted Black. But like it was, oh, it was terrible. It like honestly play the whole song like it just <laughs> doesn't work in this movie like also, it's also it's, too on the nose so on the nose also completely different like vibes of the same movie like no I, no it's like i'm playing a grand theft auto game and i changed the radio yeah you and i know like these were it. different parts of the movie but i was like this just, is a credit song. Actually, the, the credit song was the best song in the whole movie. It was just so basic. The second credit song. It, it was just like they picked... Yeah, it was it basic. Was so Paint like, it black It's like, hey, our, our character is called Black Adam. So what... You guys know No, any, his name is... Teth Adam. You guys, you guys know any songs with black in the name? It's like, hey, I got one. It's the first one that came up when I typed black into the Spotify search bar. Yeah, it's... I literally, I didn't say it, but when you're like, you're not James Gunn, I, my note was like, this is not Suicide Squad. Like, let's not even try. Also, can I just say, like, not, kind of for, like, that first scene, I kind of enjoyed that first, uh, the scene where he's, like, killing all the people, like, at the expedition site, just because it was so, like, so over the top, uh, separated from the music. I was like, all right, fucking whatever. He's gonna tap missiles out of the way in yeah. slow motion. It's fine. But... The, the what are his went, powers he just he's like a yeah. you know superman level strength um i felt like and especially the scene where he's fighting off the task force x people where he's like wearing that oxygen mask i was like these action scenes are shot like an under armor commercial it's like everything's there's so much slow-mo and in that one specifically i'm like it's just like very dark and just like everyone's just like throwing these like huge haymakers. It's a whoa. And every time I hated all of it. Every time like Cyclone, I didn't even know what the fuck Cyclone was doing half the time in the fight scenes. Just like slow-mo spinning in circles. And like turning green. Yeah. I don't know. Um I I was like halfway through a note and then I changed. I was like, okay, this was actually funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the door bit. Yes. And like introducing like the sarcasm. Yes. I was like, this is actually very funny. Yeah, like, the, the door thing that was. He's like, maybe this is like the pre clip if we can find a clip of it online by now. But just like, oh, do you, how did you get through? It's like, did you have, I guess you didn't have doors in your time. It's like, of course we did. That's how we entered rooms. rooms. It's a, it was very Drax. Yes, it was. Um, and then, like, it, it comes back and, like, they didn't overdo it. No. The whole sarcasm thing, like, oh, that was sarcasm. Also, uh. let me just say that, like, at no point in, like, I, things would have changed, like, I'm going to say prior to, I don't know, last year. I would have never thought after watching Suicide Squad, the original Suicide Squad, that Amanda Waller would be, like, a common thread the linchpin of the DC universe. Yeah. You know, I love the word linchpin. You do love linchpin. I'm a big fan of linchpin. Look, we don't have Wong. We don't have Daredevil. Someone has to be the linchpin. And well, DC is a big fan of Amanda Waller and Task Force X. But, you know, she kind of makes sense to be the linchpin um, because, she, because she works for their government. Like, it makes sense that she would have her hand in all these honey pots. No, it, it totally makes sense. I just find it kind of funny because I thought, if like, it's like a big name yeah like why wouldn't they use her right i just i just think it's so she's their nick fury yes but like evil it would have been like uh, she's their nick 
<laughs> we saw we saw Peacemaker. You know, I don't know what's I don't know what's going on with Task Force X right now. It's, Look, it's Nick Fury's good. not on the up and up. Is all I'm saying. No, he is not. You're right there. I mean, he's a good he's a good lad though. He's trying. Amanda Waller is not. She's definitely trying. Not. Although she's got a really nice daughter. So. <laughs> Spoilers. Okay. Talk costume parentheses beak. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, the, the beak was bold. Didn't his, like his it. eyes looked weird when he had the mask on. Didn't like it. Um, the Adam Smasher costume was very Deadpool with like the white eyes and the stitching. Um, it was Ant Man. Uh, shout out to um, Jesus Christ. Why did I just forget his name? Uh, that actor Henry. Is that his name? Yeah, Henry Winkler making a bit of an appearance like the like uh, Michael Douglas and Ant Man very briefly. Uh, yeah, again, another Ant-Man rav. Yeah, big time, big time. I um, thought that was cute. I did too. I, I didn't know if, like, we were supposed to be like, oh, he played this, like, a long time ago, like, for real. But I don't think so. I don't know. It, I just, you know, it's just a little Easter egg for the It for did the old feel school. like DC was trying to, like, lay something down here with that team and... If that is the case, I think they did a really good job, and I'm interested in seeing more through those through that lens. Not even necessarily each of those characters, but I think they built something really strong there that they will fuck up. But like they, <laughs> there's a potential. Hey, things are changing over there. We we could have James something good is in worse. charge. Yeah. Speaking of, um, I also want to say that one of the probably the fun fact that I found for this movie, uh, thanks to a, another Reddit discussion thread, was that one of the actors that played, I think it was the one that was playing like the Shazam version of Black Adam's son, like in the past, mm -hmm. is the actor that plays 20-year-old Dwayne Johnson on the TV show Young no, Rock. No, it's not. Which, might I note, is about to have its third season No, premiere. it's not. I swear that got canceled after like six episodes. Nope. So it's going strong. I was seeing ads for it constantly and then I never heard another peep from it. It's going going strong. Going strong. Impossibly. This is like when 20-year-olds write memoirs. <laughs> yes. Yes. It absolutely is. That's really funny though. I thought that kid was great. Oh yeah. No, he was good. Um... I, another thing, and this is also just kind of a critique of like a lot of superhero movies. It's like you're either a hero or you're a villain. And heroes don't kill people. I roll good when you're... Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Let me just dissect this note. <laughs> Let me just read it all out loud and you guys can make sense of it. Only heroes and villains. Heroes don't kill people. I roll good when you're drawing the line. I think I'm saying that like... <laughs> It's easy to say what good is when you're the one drawing the line of what good is, yeah. which is what Hardison's doing, not Hardison, whatever. We know, we know. Um, I don't know if everyone Hawk knows Man. the show Leverage, but... Big Leverage um, fans are here. He was great. You know the lore. Didn't like the costume, but he was great. The only problem that I had with him was that like they, they spent a lot of time on being like, oh man, Dr. Fate knows that you're going to die. And I'm like, yo, I met this guy like... 20 minutes ago didn't care about that at all the stakes it's not that's not there yeah the character these are cool characters but you can't expect me to be like invested in life or death when i went into this movie assuming that they probably would be in one movie also we're not rooting for you no i was like black adam could kill all these guys i don't fucking know um but yeah so i was just like they ha they have this whole discussion him and black adam like you know what make like I'm no hero or like, you know, I'm, I'm not the villain here. And, <laughs> and it was just it, it, like what you said so perfectly earlier. It's like, oh, you killed somebody. So now you're, you can't be a hero. And it's like, we're, we've evolved past this. And then I said, this is one of the few things I said to you after the movie, like this movie felt like it came out of 2010, 2011, like that era of superhero movies where we were like, really delving into like we live in a society okay joker 
but like that but it yes. came out of that in 2008 or whatever like that spiraled or propelled this whole like let's talk really deep about like what it means to be a hero which is fine like i ate that up back then <laughs> Like now I just feel like we we've, we've had that conversation, we've played with it. DC's played with it a lot with Batman in particular. So, we don't need to do that in this movie. Yeah. Like let him be who he is. Right. Yeah, I don't it the I don't I I just really wonder like what went wrong because honestly, as corny as The Rock can be when he's like promoting stuff and he was certainly corny when he was promoting this movie, I was also like, "All right, you have like a huge personal stake in this movie being what it says it's going to be because your face is literally plastered all over it. And you've made it very clear that you have been involved in the creative process. So I'm like, at what point did it fail in portraying him as a villain? Because it never does. But I, I don't think they want, they weren't going to do that. Uh, Also, I think that if I had to guess, he thinks he made the movie he wanted to make. Yeah. And, yeah. and in some ways, like, I would say, he, like, there were boxes checked off and, like, you know, if they wanted to explore this whole anti-hero thing, they did do that. I just don't think we care. Right. Yeah. No, I think you're right. And, like, well, the movie right. looked good. Like, I, I mean, I'm sure, like, if he's really honest with himself, there's probably things he doesn't like about it. But I bet... I bet he did what he wanted to do. He set out to do. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. But I think it would have been way cooler to let him be a little bit more villainous. But like the the twist comes at the end where it's like we're in it from his perspective. And so we're on his side the whole movie. And then you pull back and see what he's really done and how the rest of the world is like, this is actually not cool. And then that's how you propel into the next movie is like, Oh, we've been rooting for this guy because we've seen it from his perspective, but now we're seeing it from like everyone else's perspective and it's not good. That would, that would have been really cool if they had pulled that off. Well, or like saved like the, the justice society towards the end. I mean, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like when you said that, I I mean, I loved how much Pierce was in this. Like I thought he was really good, but yeah, if they come in at the end and we were actually like, then on their side being like, wait, what? <laughs> if they like came in, got their asses beat somehow, and then I don't know how you would end it doing the movie that way. I didn't think they, they, they didn't end it well this way either. So I don't know. Um, But I, I just think they could have played with that more and then it would have given them more room to then do his like actual like anti-hero arc moving forward. But now we just have nowhere to go. We have no growth. Yeah. And also like the way that they have like posited Black Adam being like in opposition to Shazam. I'm like, fucking how? Why? What beef would this guy ever have with Shazam? He's like, I want to be a hero now. So like, yeah, here's where we're at. I mean, I think it'll it'll be like the same kind of shit. Like I'm a kid and like. I don't like the way you do things. And it's like, this is the way I do things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I hope, hopefully they'll get someone that can like figure out a, a way to write Black Adam as compelling because right now where we leave off in this movie is like the only thing that he's can do wrong really besides kill other people is like leave Kandak. Like, that's like, if right. you leave, we're going to fight you. I'm like, surely that is not going to be the reason why anyone is fighting Black Adam in the future is because he, he left the borders of a country that seems like it's kind of just one city. Like a town. <laughs> like yeah. a big, like a medium sized town. It's a town. town and it's got a mine somewhere off to the side. Um, I kind of like hate every line, but then they call <laughs> themselves out on it. And so I'm like, okay. Which line? I don't know what that was in reference to specifically, but it must have been towards like the middle end. Okay. I mean, yeah. I think you're. I think think it was something on the jet. Yeah. Um, I think they were like saying these like, you know, super serious lines and they would kind of call themselves out on it. Oh, well, I remember Adam Smasher says something and Hawkman's just like, stop. And that was, that was, that was a good one. Yeah. I wish I could remember what he actually said. There, 
Like, that's why I liked that character being in it, but I definitely him, and I don't even remember her name totally underused. Yeah, absolutely. It's like they just needed to round out the team because it wouldn't make any sense for just two people to be sent, or, you know, yeah. they just wanted a bigger one. Um, I want to say that, like, for me, this movie was, with some exceptions, it was, like, mostly, like, inoffensive. It was whatever. But I thought the whole thing with, what what's his name, Sabak was so stupid. I was like, what are we doing? Because one, we had this thing where it's, it's like, like the, OG the demon King. thing. Yeah. Like that Ishmael like yeah. kind of returns to the world as. I'm it like, was one, very Venom too. It was so transparent that of course like Black Adam's not going to stay in like this suspension oh, tank. Yeah. So what like, a waste why are of we time. bothering? And then we get like this extremely prolonged sequence of him fighting out and then swimming to the surface. Oh no, he drowned. I'm like, yeah. We're going to, the. I mean, yeah, you know, maybe if they had ended Black Adam, the movie with Black Adam drowning in the Arctic while the Justice Society gets murdered by a demon from hell, that would have been bold. Um, yeah, I almost forgot they did that. And like, it was already too long of a movie. Yes. And that's where they could have done some trimming. I honestly, I said it was transparent, but for a minute I was hoping that I was like, is maybe they just end the movie here somehow. It's like they just like Black Adam has just like given up because he has no faith in himself to like do good. I'm like, okay, cool. They could have done the message that they were selling, which is like the people rise up and take down their own oppressor and they don't need him. Yeah, but in fact, they do Um, (laughs) because they were going to die because Amon was having them fight people with like pieces of rebar. Another just Pierce is the best. Especially with the robe. He's yes. like wearing a robe for most he of it. He looks so comfy in this. Like, yeah, he's just, he's very luxurious and he's got, the Dr. Fate helmet is really cool. I like it a lot. Um, and his like last hurrah was really good. Yeah. That, well, the only other thing I have to say about Sabak is that like, this movie was super visual effects heavy and I feel like they kind of ran out of the budget with him. Um, like, Dr. Fate stuff looked really cool, but I thought Sabak looked like he came out of a video game. Just like in comparison to like some of the other effects. Was, was he called Rock of Finality? Is that a thing? I wrote that down. The, the Rock of Finality, I think that's where they, they they called it the well, Wikipedia says the Rock of Eternity is where Black Adam was imprisoned. I think the Rock of Finality was like uh, maybe like a version of that flipped on its head and that's where Sabak was. Yeah, well, it's the same dude from Justice League was my note. He looked just like him. He had yeah. like the two horn things I and mean, he was really red. Generic demon design. It also <laughs> looked like the guy from Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Um, a lot of people though in those red boxes. Did you notice how many people were down in that prison? No, no, I didn't. There were like a hundred of Jesus. those red boxes. I didn't notice that. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Not good. Um, in comparison to the painted black scene, the crown scene where they slow everything down, I did think worked really well. I thought that looked really cool. That was a good use of the slow-mo. Yeah, I like that too, actually. It was because the like when you have a scene like that where everyone like there were multiple people trying to do different stuff i think that was cool uh but they did also they just spent a lot of time slow mowing stuff for no reason i was like yeah you can use it practically and to give it like a sense of like drama that was cool i like that um i thought that like normally i feel like you typically don't love it when they have this like half-baked villain kind of coming at the end here but i weirdly thought it worked well for this movie because it was kind of happening all along and we were definitely distracted from it by all of the other stuff but like intentionally like it felt like we didn't like the storytellers didn't forget about it we were forgetting about it while we were watching and it kind of like had really good stakes to it like when they took him on and stuff um, and we were like kind of genuinely afraid of like what was going to happen and like, or like 
like we were always kind of like nervous about it like during the movie like like the oppressors were there but like we were genuinely distracted by like the other plot you know i do agree with you i think i still think on some level it's like having this last like boss fight where it's like the classic the the justice society and black adam had to team up to fight another villain that's like a trope in and of itself but you're right because whenever i think about this like the worst possible version is batman versus superman and that did exactly what you said this movie didn't it's like they had like lex luther had like this yeah it was set the up from the very making beginning fucking sense but yeah this we were following the crown throughout the whole like movie. ishmael's in like the first scene right and like are the characters that we follow are like trying but they're like missing like a key point that ishmael didn't miss so yeah i i thought that was that was cool and you, you make a good point and like yeah he he felt like a good villain because he's like from that country it's not like a you know like even though there is like kind of magic involved like he's not from like you know some rando thing that just like got brought in yeah at the last for minute. sure but um, I know I already kind of made this point that The Rock taking himself too seriously is like a bad fish out of water story. It's kind of just like half-assed because I think, and again, I think that this is a problem with The Rock is that he wants to be modern and funny. Yeah. And he wants to play this like very serious character and you have to pick one. Like you you either got to do it or you're going to be Drax and that barely works. Yeah. Like, it barely worked in the second uh, Guardians movie. Yeah, it was just, like, for a little bit in the beginning, um, like, when we first see him, like, woken up from his slumber. I just read one of my notes. Exactly what Griffin said. Ishmael looks like a video game character. <laughs> right. Like, and if I saw that in a video game, I'd be like, mm, I don't know about that. Sorry, go ahead. Um, Shit, what was I saying? Oh, no, what was I saying? <laughs> Uh, he wants to be modern, but also funny. Like right, right. So when he first like wakes up and he catches a bullet, and he like is speaking in like the ancient language, and he's like, "Your magic is weak." I was like, "All right, cool." Yeah, that was cool. Um, and then he like loses the cape and starts talking in English, and just like very quickly starts like quipping, very rock style. And I'm like, it, "It's again, it's like a Ryan Reynolds thing, where it's like Ryan Reynolds is really good." at playing this character, which at this point is kind of Deadpool injected into everything else that he does. It's like this kind of like slightly off the wall, like just like self-aware goof. Not even goof, but just like kind of a, yeah, mean, mean jokey person. And The Rock does that too. He has this persona because in every other movie that he's done, it's The The Rock. And in this one, I think everybody's fear was that it's The Rock. It's He's going to be playing The Rock. And I will say that I think this is the most effort that he's made to not do that. He wasn't playing The Rock, that's but it, for but sure. But it still wasn't what it should have been. Like, he wanted he wanted it all. Yep, he did want it He all. wanted to be the superhero, and he wanted to be funny. Like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I was just like what was the point of all of this? Like, Oh, he's a, he's a villain thing. I'm like, it's not just make another fucking superhero movie. Don't paint it as like something but transgressive. Again, I don't think they were. But they, painting no, they were trying that. to, they, that was the rocks whole thing when they were advertising this movie is like, Oh, I'm like, it's black Adam. He's, he's really dark and edgy and like, he'll, he'll fuck people up and oh, yeah, I'm super but strong. that's not saying that he's a villain. Let me see if I, I, you might be right, but like it, to me, it felt like the whole thing was like, painting black adam as being in opposition to the justice society which he was i think they were just but, like this isn't your normal this isn't your you know typical hero yeah yeah you're probably right i mean i don't i wasn't like keeping up with the media on this but i definitely like saw the trailers and stuff and just like am inferring a little bit too just based on how i've seen him yeah Okay, just a couple more notes here. I took a lot. As I said, I was taking them during the movie. Um, thought that the 
bad plan is better than no plan was a dumb bit that kept coming back. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not connecting with you, Hardison. I don't care if you live or die. Yeah. No, was, <laughs> they tried really hard to, like, have us believe that there was, like, this really, like, strong pre-existing relationship between these two characters. And I'm like, you can't, you don't get to do that. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. You have to treat these characters as if we are meeting them for the first time. Which we are. Yeah. And if you're going to try to infer that, I, well, there, there could be a way to do this well. I got that they were like an est- like established. Their team. Maybe they don't always work together, but like. They've been around. They know each other. Yeah. Which that was all fine. But like the bad plan, bad plan, no plan. <laughs> I think this was the first time they'd ever said it. Yeah. It was that wasn't like a long standing thing. No, that was like. But they just did it three times because we know comedy can only be funny in threes. And it wasn't funny. Okay. Last note. Ending feels like Game of Thrones, not in a good way. <laughs> oh. Oh boy. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So uh we're really worried about Black Adam going Daenerys on everybody. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, so Credits roll. Credits roll. And then I feel like maybe what is going to be most talked about from this movie is the post credit scene. Because the whole also during the promotion of this movie, it's been a real roller coaster for for Superman fans. For Well, we've been talking about that in the background of a lot of stuff. It's like what's happening with Henry's contract. Right. So like right now we have the Justice League still exists. Right. But we only have. Well, only had before this three actors and one of them is on very, very unsteady ground. So when the Justice League... We don't even know where they are. They're missing. So when the Justice League showed up in Peacemaker, we got two of those actors. One of them was not seen um, because Gal Gadot was busy doing something. Batman, they didn't even bother with. And then again, we got a headless Superman cameo, which they also did in Shazam. And... I had heard that this was going to be one of those headless versions again. And there was all this stuff where like people kept asking the rock about it before the movie came out. I just want to know if all of those headless ones was still Henry Cavill and he just did it for a day rate. Oh, it's like, well, my face isn't in it. I'm oh, just kidding. I know it's not it'd be him. so funny if it but was. Like, can you imagine? It'd be like, Why are we doing this again? It's like, well, I didn't sign a contract. Um, you can use my body. And if I remember correctly, there was this bit where <laughs> also the way that you just said that, <laughs> um, the rock kept like teasing stuff because people like knew he that they, they wanted that. And they were like, Oh, like, I don't know. Is, am I going to fight Superman? And then someone, I guess asked like at a panel, like, is it going to be Henry Cavill? And the rock was like, well, I don't know. Like it could be someone else. And everyone like booed him. Like, like I, he got very loud boos for implying that it was someone else because oh, this was in the I middle see. of. I thought you meant booing that it was like Henry Cavill. I was like, no. I thought the people were on board with Henry because you know it was the time when the guy that just left DC was like very much trying to do uh, another Superman project with Ta-Nehisi Coates, where Superman would be black, and that was always kind of to me it seemed like it was going to be like a side project. Yeah, but all signs pointed to like we're not doing that. The Henry Cavill superman anymore like that's done like let it go and i feel like that was at least like in some corners of the internet such like a topic of discussion before this movie came out that sometimes i'd forget that it's an actual movie and not just people trying to see if henry cavill's gonna make a cameo in also henry cavill can keep a secret because i don't hear i don't even know if he has an internet presence <laughs> I, I have no idea i have no idea um but he after this came out, he has reported that he is he's back as Superman for the foreseeable How future. How did he report it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking up if he has a Twitter. <laughs> um, TBD. But how? So wait, can you just remind us about how the ending credit thing goes? Right. So I don't think that's him. No, it's no so, blue check mark, guys. There's no Twitter. <laughs> Maybe Instagram. So what after the credits roll, we have this scene where it's 
we, we have Amanda Waller. She's back again. And she's like projecting like her face Zoom. onto us. Yeah, she's on a, it's on a Zoom call. And she's basically telling Black Adam, um, like, do your thing, but you are not like if you don't leave Kandak, then we're good and you don't have to worry about it. And Black Adam's like very, uh, you know, for the scene, like, oh, there's no one. There's not a person from Earth that can stop me. And Amanda Waller is like, well, what if I told you They're someone not, not from, from Earth? Earth? And everyone's like, whoo. And then uh, Superman crashes through the Zoom call screen and is like, we should talk. And he does walk out of the shadows. And it is, in fact, Henry Cavill. Who does have an Instagram and he has a video. Hey, everyone. I wanted to wait until the weekend was over before posting this. Uh, because I wanted to give you all a chance to watch Black Adam. But now that plenty of you have, I wanted to make it official that I am back as Superman. And the image you see on this post and what you saw in Black Adam are just a very small taste of things to come. So uh, there's a lot to be thankful for, and I'll get to that in time. But I want to thank you guys most of all Thank you for your support and thank you for your patience. I promise it will be rewarded. Did everyone else forget that he's British? A little bit. Sure did. Well, you know, Thanks, I'm, Henry. I'm, I'm happy also, for sorry. him. One more on this video that I'm sure we all appreciate listening to. In the caption, it says the dawn of hope renewed, period. There's Damn, more in there, dramatic. too, but... He the, really is our Superman. The, the dawn of my paycheck renewed by DC. Uh, Thanks, Henry. I'm I'm happy for him. Um, I'm happy for the Superman fans out there that have had their hopes and dreams stomped on repeatedly. Apparently, um, I'm excited to see what James Gunn does with Superman. Yeah, I, mean, I know well, he's not maybe going to be like the director, but like under his you know, Kevin Feige-ness, like, because it's so antithetical to who James Gunn is. And I think that could be interesting. I'm just happy that, like, of all the things that DC has done stupidly in the last nine years since Man of Steel came out, why not just release another fucking Superman movie? He's Superman. I don't know what they were doing over there where they were just like, "Mm -mm, can't do it. They did, and they ruined it by bringing Batman in. Well, they could have, they just could have done another one. Like at some point, I yeah, they, I mean, they fucked the whole thing from the start. But like it was Martha. You got, I don't even like, I don't even. Man of Steel is far from my favorite superhero movie. Uh, go back and listen to our episode if you're curious. But like, there was potential there. I stand. And like they just totally like let him languish, and I don't know what happened. Like I don't know if. Who I don't know who was unhappy with who and why. It just seemed like everybody was pissed off. Uh, but it seems like they have worked out whatever was going on behind the scenes. And honestly, whether he's just painting himself as that or not, it seems like The Rock was important because he it at, after he got booed for that, it seemed like he was like a couple months later leaning very heavily into teasing that he was coming back. Um, well, I wonder if he knew then, which is why he even teased it. Like, why would you bring that up? Right. Well, that's true. But unless I mean, like, he was, he was left, he was using it as leverage. It could be. Like but a like, bluff. Yeah. I just kind of wonder, like, I don't know how these things work in, in studios, especially one like Warner Brothers. But like, if someone like The Rock, who is like the face of this movie and kind of made himself out to be like a creative force at like, like, I think he the, has shown he's powerful, but, like, look at how long it took him to get this. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm, like, w- was he, like, does he have, like, the kind of thing where he could, like, go to, like, some studio exec's office and, like, personally, like, argue for this? Like, as being, like, hey, like, I care about, like, turning things around and, like, this universe. And, like, I think people want Henry Cavill back. So, like, can we please just fucking get him back? I don't think so. Not before this comes out. Yeah. Like, why... I think, especially because he's not coming from the same level, like this, like he has a huge star power, but not like 
I know my shit star power necessarily. Yeah. I like, mean, it's I not just, like Robert Downey Jr. being for like, sure. if you don't give Chris Hemsworth a better plot line, I'm walking. Yeah. He didn't do that. I'm just it's saying. Just made, I made up Chris leverage. Hemsworth had his own star power to do that. <laughs> right. But yeah, I, I wonder, I, I do wonder what happened, but it seems like it all. I mean, I, I don't. I wouldn't say that he wasn't part of those conversations or had an impact, but I don't think he's like walk into exec's office saying like, these are my demands. Yeah. I think especially if he's like already like all in on getting this movie made, like how many more favors does he have kind of, right? but maybe not. I obviously I don't know. I'm, I'm speculating. Yeah. But either way, uh, it was cool and it does give me a bit of like hope and interest in what is going to, come out of DC in the next couple of years uh, because things have seemed quite grim. Uh, I would still very much like to see that Batgirl movie, but that's never going to happen. So we watched the trailer for Shazam too. Yeah. That played before black Adam. That looks fun. And, um, until next time we are out, out of the, the superverse. superverse.